Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Chris. I'm Marissa. And I'm Scott. And we are keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. Uh, this week, we are bringing uh, the episode to you ourselves. We are doing it all by ourselves. We are self-supportive. No, no help from nobody. Nah, but for, uh, just, um, check out our Threadless store. I actually have um, some shirts coming in tomorrow, which will be two days ago when this airs. So good luck with that math. Um, but we are going... I'm getting a couple shirts. Jess, my wife, she got a shirt. And I might have her model a shirt because you guys don't want to see me modeling your shirt. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't do as many live streams as some of the other people. It's, hey, man, we all have guts. Listen. We, I just made true. everybody <laughs> stare at my gut for like 20 minutes while I played with a pedal. It was pretty great live stream. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> all right. So um, I guess we'll, we'll do what's new. Chris, what's new with you? Uh, I got something super exciting this week. I got a... You sound like you're about to have a lobotomy. You're like, I got, I got something super exciting this week. I got a one-piece, three-band active passive. Oh, that's a lot to say. A jazz-based control plate with assembly knobs and pots off of Amazon because I'm too lazy to wire and too cheap to actually have somebody else do it. Listen, so I'm going to be attempting to do that. Easy. Like there's people who well, are like, they're like, no, this is like a walk in the park, and I'm I just see a bunch of wires that I'm gonna screw up. Yeah, so if, uh, since I'm doing it this way, all I have to do is essentially like connect the actual pickup wires to the pots and call it a day. That's pretty cool. So it's I, super exciting and boring at the same time because it's where, where'd you get that from again? Amazon. That's www.amazon.com if you've never been there. Not a sponsor. Was it from that, like, they, they have a store there where they're always selling vintage stuff. I think it's like the Art of Tone or something like that, that storefront. Uh, they probably tried to sell me the same thing, saying it's out of, like, a 60s jazz bass for, like, $500. So, no. Yeah, they got, like, the paper and oil capacitors and Ooh. all that mojo. Yeah, one of these days I'll probably upgrade from that, but, you know, I'm not in too much Here's of a Here's my question, though. Like, hurry, I, I just want to get it working. Many, like, wouldn't you be a little skeptical like, if you bought that? Could you imagine if you spent all that money and you like, were like, yeah, this is going to be great, and you get it and you put it in and everything? No, it either sounds horrible or it's, like, not from a vintage instrument. Yeah, that would suck. They just left like, it Like, I'm totally expecting weeks. this to suck, but at least it's going to be, like, playable. Yeah. Potentially. Let's see, Marissa, what do you got new? Nothing. I guess the same thing as him. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's this is technically her base. <laughs> How is Project Jazz Base going? Um, do you want to? Do you know everything that needs to be done to it still? Everything. Yeah. <laughs> the sound of defeat. Just, uh, I, I mean, like. It wouldn't be too much of a hassle, like, if I can at least get it wired up, uh, the setup is gonna be, like, a little cheaper to have somebody else do that, because, like, the nut has to be installed, I think, and cut out. Like, the slots need to be cut out in it, I think. Oh, uh, okay, you didn't get a pre-cut are you just gonna, one. Are you just no. gonna give them a blank and say do it, or...? Yeah. Okay. And since it's, like, the bound uh, fretboard, they've got to, like, shave that, too. And it's, like, I'm definitely not uh, 
doing that myself. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of work. It is. Yeah. All right. Man, that sucks. You have that much work left on it. Yeah, we're trying to hopefully we'll get it done, done by, by now. That's what we're hoping. Yeah. We should be able to. My strat sold today, so we'll take some of that money and just go ahead and take it to whoever and get it done. Nice. Or at this point, we might as well just have them wire it up like we want it. Yeah. Too. Are you doing so. the good Alan Clayton wiring job? The wiring system? I don't know that he uh, has anything special about it, so. No. Or yes, at the I same time. I just felt like saying Alan Clayton to see if I can get Mercy <laughs> going. So. We'll see. Let's see. Man, uh, she's containing her rage so well right now. I know, despite all her rage, she's still. <laughs> well, just she can't hit you, cage. and I'm not. I'm the one within arm's reach. Yeah. <laughs> you just wait until I tell you what Chris told me in a private message, Marissa. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Scott, <laughs> Scott, what's what's new with you? Um, a bunch. I I sold some junk and I bought some junk, and not all of it's in yet. Um, so. Unlike my last clon situation, I won't announce something I bought without actually having it in hand anymore. What's going to come first, the KTR or Summer Nam? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I do want to just... You're going to be at Summer Nam. You're just going to be standing there. You're going to be like, hey, do you know who I am? <laughs> I'm, I want my KTR. Like, you're going to go... I can see you going over It'd be that funny shop. if we go in and there's one sitting on the shelf. Oh, yeah. oh I would be livid. Dude, no, you'd be like, you'd, they'd like arrest you for like stealing, you're driving, you're like, this is mine, and you walk out, and like the police like knock you down, you're like, no, I paid for this, and you show them the receipt, and they're like, what the, wait, what the hell? And I'm like, no, no, let me go on my phone and find the receipt, and I gotta keep scrolling through my email, because it's months old at this point. You're like, hold on. Yeah. They're like, what's the effects loop? You're like, let me tell you something really quick. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we got our first advertisement on national television. <laughs> man arrested. Getting arrested in Nashville. Awesome. Yeah. Man gets arrested in Nashville screaming about his podcast. <laughs> That'd be great. All right. So, yeah. So, actual stuff. Um, I guess start with the thing everyone probably already knows about. Um, I did a live stream in the group this weekend. Um I want to say two weeks ago or so when we were chatting with Doug, I started looking at this pedal I have, I've had for a while, which was the Love Pedal JTM. And I love the pedal. I love how it sounds. It was 50 bucks off their scratch and dent sales that they do like once a month. Mm -hmm. um, and it's awesome, but it's just too loud and there was no volume control on it. And so um, I took it apart, started looking at it, started looking at schematics. And then it just kind of sat on my shelf for about a week and a half with me just not really doing anything with it. Uh, and then I kind of finally figured out, hey, here's where I got to wire it in, yada, yada. And uh, so, yeah, I did a live stream of me trying out some different potentiometers, trying to get the sound right on that thing. That's all done. It's put away. It's, it's working great. Um, also, in this week, I got the, the newer EHX uh, Big Muff Op Amp Edition which is awesome for... Does it give you that good old Billy Corgan sound? I basically plugged it in and played exclusively Smashing Pumpkins riffs, so yes. <laughs> Anytime I plug in a fuzz, that's like my go-to. Yeah, I just start with Cherub Rock like right away. Ooh, I do love playing uh, uh, Possum Kingdom. Anytime I'm doing the, the lead line. 
That's not Smashing Pumpkins. I know. I, that's I'm saying, like, in addition to Smashing Pumpkins, I was just uh-huh. trying to be a part of You know what? Screw you, Scott. I'm going to sit over there. <laughs> Whatever. Hopefully Oof. no one can hear my audio this week since there's complaints about that. <laughs> so if you're in a group complaining about my audio, Michael Newman, I don't know what the... Listen, I'm going to explain something to you guys. Listen, everyone sit down. Daddy Diaz is going to have a little talk. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. They just there's just a mic in front of me and somehow it works. I hit record and then I send my audio to a Dropbox and that's it. No, it's not even like Google Drive Dropbox. It's like literally a box on the road and I mail it in. <laughs> it's ridiculous. That's last, how deep in the country he is. <laughs> I don't know what the, like that's like uh, Adam Dolhanic. Uh, messaged me about the camper. He's like, so do you, do you just use it as an amp? I was like, yep. Like, that's it. There's all this fancy stuff to it. Nope. I just said it and forget it. So. <laughs> that's right. He's on Team Camper now, isn't he? Dude. Oh, no. The coolest thing. So, uh, he actually, like, messages me about it. Um, and apparently I actually whenever we talked about it before I was like you've got to get the remote got to get the remote you know you'll regret not getting it mm-hmm. he got the remote because of it and he's like dude that's the game like that's where it's at is the remote using it so I actually was beneficial to someone at some point miracles happen <laughs> but yeah now that I've totally thrown a drama fit and taken over, why don't you finish with your so, last thing, Scott? <laughs> and, yeah, and the last thing I got in this week um, was a really terrible impulse buy. Uh, I got a Korg Miku. See, but I don't is, think that's too terrible. It's a novelty thing, but it looks like it would be like great to have a nice stiff drink and then just go nuts. I mean, I, I had a good 15 minutes of fun with it. 15 it got old, what? but like, yeah, you can't use it for too long. Yeah. Yeah, but but like, just getting a feel for it and goofing off, and I was like, this thing's stupid and it's ridiculous, and like, I think I'd like if I have room, I'll sneak it into my board and just like throw it on during rehearsal for a laugh, you know, those kind of things. But yeah, it's fun. Um, I I have heard rumors that they're no longer producing them, and uh, that this last little sale run will be the last of them. So part of me is also speculatively buying this for, like, hopefully in two, three months, I'll be able to flip this and make some money. They should uh, nice. they should make a podcast that's, like, about flipping stuff. Mm, I don't even... Th- uh, I, they'd have to put it in the name for anyone to, like, notice it. Yeah, so. those flipping... And they could put flipping in it, too. That'd be pretty cool. Oh, but then everyone would think they're swearing all the time, but, like, not yeah. swearing. No, that's, that's, that's the, the, the joke. <laughs> See, it's not fun when you have to spell out the joke. It just ruins it. So, so the joke is... <laughs> it's, it's the word, and it's the word that they're describing of the people, and, like, and it could be a bad word, too. No, 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 but you guys don't get this. This is already a podcast. Listen, if you... And we know those people. It was That's why this is funny. Yeah. The Flippin' Flippers podcast, which they All actually... Right, what? What's new with you? Uh, <laughs> we got to get off this. Okay. Well, <laughs> all right. So I got um, a DRS <clears throat> guitar rack system. I got the Bravo with the uh, workbench from Doug Cower, who was our guest the past two weeks, because it's freaking, they look great. And I've wanted to support Doug. So I did. I bought some stuff. But um, 
that thing, I did a live stream in the group where everyone got to see my sweaty, fat, bald head. And uh, <laughs> I put it together pretty fast. I actually messed up and fixed it. And I think the live stream still is like 20 minutes long. So it's a great quality. I've loved it because it's actually taller than I thought it would. Scott, you'd love this. <clears throat> so I can use the workbench <laughs> while standing up. And like, it's so comfortable. It's like perfect height. Nice. Uh, um, so like I've rewired my board. I did it on top of the workbench. Um, I've been putting my Kemper on top of the workbench and playing standing up, like using the headphone out. It's really nice. So it's a good quality rack. It's definitely, I mean, they're not cheap. I think it was like close to $700 for the uh, Bravo and the workbench. And um, it's, yeah. it, it's, what is it? it's made of bamboo. So, I mean, I'm guessing with all the panda bears you have to kill to get to the bamboo, that's probably expensive. You, you don't have to. You just get to. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> wow. Does that get dark? Great. Now we're going to have WWF and PETA knocking on our doors. Um, mm. But and by WWF, I don't mean the good one. I mean like the one that, that ruined it. It's a good it. one. Old school WWF, dude. Raw's War and Warzone. Back with Stone Cold Steve Austin and all that. Come on. Eh. I guess those are my trashy roots coming out. Uh-huh. Um, I also got uh, Ernie Ball VP uh, 40th anniversary. So I've gone through volume pedals, and I've always been a fan of the VP Junior, and this one's the same size. I was always I was wondering about that when I ordered it because it didn't say junior. I was wondering if it was gonna be the same size than it is as the junior. So it looks, it looks good. It's got the same great sweep. It's got the Kevlar thing, so hopefully I don't break that. But everyone complaining about the VP Juniors. I've only had one broken string in the plenty of years I've owned them. So, but I traded off my VP Junior and regret it. So. Cause I got nothing for it. Because oh. I traded it off to some guy who used to supply gear. So. Oh, did I tell you guys I sold my uh, gear supply um, cable the, kit? I saw I you. Know. I saw you mention it on there. Yeah, I just casually mentioned. I was like, I was like, yeah, it took it. Like, took him like two months to get it to me. So by that time, I already bought other cables, and so now this has just been sitting around. Multiple people just like hit me up. And uh, one of the guys finally pulled the trigger on it. How much did you sell it for? A uh, hundred bucks for a ten cable kit, which I think I paid a hundred ten for it. Yeah, I was about to say that's but, close to what they were charging. So. And I think I used a coupon on it, so I'm gonna be okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, do you want to have anything else new? I will take mm, that no. silence as a no. Um, gear news. So, um, Matthews effects announced the astronomer version too so it's an upgrade from the astronomer version i think they were on 1.5 because they did an update to the algorithm didn't they or something like that um was the 1.5 an algorithm update or was it just soft switches oh uh, it might have been soft was there ever soft- was i there think it was just soft switches because <laughs> i actually had to send mine in to get fixed and he went ahead and just did the 1.5 mod do it i thought that they were both soft switches no the first one wasn't soft switches Mm-mm. Oh, that would have sucked well 
All right. I, well, I don't know. I mean, it's it's not like there's a tap tempo or anything on this. So no. you don't really need soft switches other than the I love soft switches because there's nothing worse than pop, that pop, like, hitting in the middle. Yeah, especially when it's at, like, the end of your chain. Yeah. <laughs> or, or if it's, like, right before the delay. Uh, that My compressor did that today. I hit it and it popped. Which I guess they say that it could be a buildup of static electricity. And that's what can cause a pop sometimes. Yeah, sometimes know. I've you, had sometimes pedals you just that do it like it every like time. times to kind of dispel all of it, and then it'll be fine. I try scaring it, like sneaking up on it, <laughs> with oh. a mask on, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But um, yeah, so it the Matthews the V2 has um, three algorithms in it. Uh, it has the uh, astronomer normal. Then it has the Astronomer Gold, and then the new one, which is kind of like putting a pog. I think it has an octave up and down, if I'm not mistaken. Is that, uh, the, is that the Orion? I don't know what? with all this stupid bull crap. Um, I'm, I'm so saying, confused since, like, Glow is how he described the Shimmer in general on previous versions, so this is kind of confusing has a low glow i don't know but um, low glow high glow pretty much what happened was though uh if you were in the matthews effects astronomer or uh, innovators group there was um two like releases in there um that were one was the father which had the uh, astronomer the shimmer are the gold astronomer and the cosmonaut in it and it only had one set one preset compared to two on normal ones and then he released the fool for april fool's day which no one knew what it was until it came out and you know everyone pieced together you know it was three new reverbs but pretty much it was like two reverbs that were like normal reverbs which usually you don't get from matthew's effects and then it had mm-hmm. the um one that's kind of like an octave up and down well i don't know if it's the orion or whatever um and pretty much he's put out the fool and made even made a poll that was like oh which one do you like the best what what do you like on it and i guess he was using us as a test market without kind of being upfront about that which is kind of not saying it's like shady or anything but it is slightly annoying um, because now they came out with a V2 and I've got two pedals, which is cool because I mean, I've still got two presets, but I can stack them, but it was kind of, I don't know. There was a little bit of grumble from some people about the way it was released. Yeah. Cause I mean, Rick seems like a really good guy. I don't think he'd ever do anything intentionally to be, I'm not, I'm saying shady, not in a sense of like illegal activity or something that's like harmful in a sense but it was kind of uh if you bought both of them and you were expecting a limited edition where like no one else would be able to get their hands on some of the stuff um it was kind of dirty in that sense so i, I mean you're still not getting the same thing i mean they're, yeah the, the, like both the father what, and uh, the fool are still very different than what this does yeah i'm not it, like upset but it was kind of like, I, f- I, th- I feel like for the people who did, who are pretty loyal in the sense of buying the like limited editions and like 
I mean, especially the people who bought you literally you bought a pedal not knowing what it was going to be. Mm-hmm. You ended up with something that wasn't super special, anyways, because now everyone who buys a production line pretty much has it. Because the other two sound like Rick's reverbs, but without any module, without any like octave up or down. So pretty yeah. much, you, pretty much, you could turn one of the other ones, like you could go <clears throat> and do. Um, a astronomer and turn down the uh, shimmer on it. Yeah, I, I just think it's just because the full was kind of lame. Because it was just a hall on a plate reverb and everyone was like, you do weird stuff, you do the crazy stuff, far out stuff, and that's what we were expecting, and he gave us something very traditional. You gave me an astronomer and a cosmonaut without any of the cool parts of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, if, if you were to say, hey, I'm selling the father... At what I paid for it, I'd probably buy it off you still. I think that pedal was perfectly fine at, what was it, 150 bucks? Yeah, something like that. I think that's totally reasonable. It was pretty cool. Packaging, all that. I The, the Fool just kind of, I was like, eh, about. Yeah, the, the Fool and was kind of lackluster. And then on top of that, just the whole group culture of the Matthews Effects Innovators group yeah, has made I, me like debate leaving the group i don't i don't ever go in there and read the conversations anymore honestly it's like it, it's really pretty much kind of the darkest corner of gear talk praise and worship like of people who are just like <sighs> are they arguing about if i can wear a hat at church there too? no i'm oh, talking okay. more Still? of like the <laughs> self-masturbation of like uh-huh. when you've got a builder i know i didn't want to say that phrase but that's pretty much what it is like you've got these guys who are just like oh rick matthews is so like and he's a, like listen I, I don't think there's anything wrong with rick at all i think he's he's a real he seems like a really nice guy mm-hmm. and he set up the group with the intentions of it like being where he could get a hold of his customer base um, mm-hmm. and be able to do this but the culture of the group has changed to where it's just insane like it's there's just it's just like five people who just post way too much yeah that's really all it is that's kind of like I think that's kind of like where it gets close to gear talk praise and worship because gear talk praise and worship is like you have the post by this guy and then this guy's going to come in and say something that no one cares about Janu and they're gonna, <laughs> like uh. <laughs> it's just kind of I don't know I don't care for the culture in it so much yeah. but it's 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 mostly like you said it's kind of like the few mm-hmm. don't represent the masses I mean how many people are in that group a thousand two thousand something pretty high yeah, I mean, that's yeah. a decent number of people who are sitting around just, you know, all about one guy and mm-hmm. the pedals he makes. But, okay, um, reeling this in oh. and kind of closing it out, one feature that I think we skipped over here that is easy to skip over. The trails and um, no trails? Well, th- I think that's a result of the saw switching allowing that to happen. But um, they're also, and now runs at 100 milliamps, where I think the old one was 200. So that actually allows so. it to run on a lot more power supplies because a lot of the older power supplies didn't run higher than 150. Hmm. So, um, I've never that, had an issue, but yeah. Well, what which power supply are you using? Well, I always used a decent one. Like I always used a when I had. A, I've had the astronomer, I think once or twice, before, 
and they, uh, I think I used a Voodoo Labs 4x4 or a One Spot CS12. Huh. Or True Tone CS12, not One Spot, yeah. True Tone. Yeah, so like a lot of those will have they'll have their high current outputs and their low current outputs. Um, a lot, a lot of those the newer power supplies have ramped that up a little bit just because everyone's using digital pedals now all over the place. And yeah, um, but yeah, this is cool. That that that's an interesting feature because that means he didn't just recycle the same guts. Yeah, um, there's a new chip in there probably, or something changed in that circuit in a big way. But, but yeah, I just sold my V1, so I'll probably pick this up in a month or two. Because hmm. the Stromberg is still one of my favorite reverbs. I'll trade so. you. Do you still have the uh, what is it? The Co- Cosmonaut Dimension C. Oh, uh, the third dimension. No, no, the Dimension C, the expensive one. Oh, like taking half off? Huh? For your uh, full. No, I'll do my fool and father for it. <laughs> I don't know. We'll talk offline. Huh? <laughs> we'll talk offline. Oh, shoot. Wow, that might actually happen. Uh, I don't know. I'm just talking out of my ass right now, so. All right. Well, like, while we're on the topic of reverbs. You're like, um, while we're on the topic I'll- of talking out of our butts. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but like, re- the day after we recorded our double up, um... Electro Harmonics came announced the Oceans 11, which is 11 types of reverb in the same package. Plus With or um, without Tom Cruise. Mm. Wait, Tom Cruise wasn't in Oceans 11? Yeah, he wasn't. No, that's George Clooney, sir. <laughs> Jeez. One of those actors that was before my time. Yep. Bef- and how old are you? <laughs> 27. Dude, you are almost my age. <laughs> George Clooney was Batman when you were a kid. And I never watched that because of that. Yeah, that's why you didn't watch the Batman movie. So you don't know who he is, but you're blaming not watching Batman. No, you need to blame it on Joel Schumacher and making a horrible Batman franchise. You guys remember ER way back in the day? Yes. Yes, I do remember that. The best George Clooney, man. No, do you guys remember the show Smart Guy? Yep. They made a George Clooney joke on there. Mo was took the paddles. Remember the little paddles where you could throw the tennis ball and it would stick to it. It was like Velcro. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. He took him, rubbed together. He's sat there. It was like clear, clear. Where's George Clooney when you need him? I never got that joke until I got older and realized George Clooney was on <laughs> ER. So you're you're like rewatching Smart Guy right now on Netflix. Is that what you're saying? No, I just remember <laughs> it that vividly. Uh huh. So the I'm, Ocean's Eleven. Uh, <laughs> I would. A lot it. of it looks like a lot of your kind of standard um, reverb options in here. Um, it does sound like it drips. That's what I really want. Is because I need a good drippy reverb. So you're starting a surf band now? No, I've listened. So um, my kids had to listen to it yesterday. I was, I had to go eat with my mother-in-law. Ugh. But um, <laughs> don't worry, she's not listening. <laughs> Is your wife listening? She knows how I feel. Listen, when my mother-in-law <laughs> okay. dies, I'm bringing a silver bullet to that funeral because she ain't limping away from it. Yeah, yeah. Get quiet. I'll, I don't care. That's documented until the internet goes away. Um, 
<laughs> but uh, no, I, I was raised on uh, the ventures and the shadows and stuff like that. And that's where kind of my love for guitar came from. My first guitar was a Stratocaster. And I love playing Walk Don't Run, Apache, stuff like that. So I want a drippy reverb. Nice. Yeah. I, I like favorite. it because I actually had the uh, Canyon and that was pretty nice for what it was and like i'm guessing it's in the same price point as that so you really can't beat this many reverbs for that pretty, price point it's just under 150. Time, yeah timeline yeah. to canyons is big sky to oceans 11. that's a lot of words so yes no that's <laughs> just uh, that will make sense to me on wednesday when i listen to the episode again all right aaron uh, abubo if you happen to listen to this if i was wrong correct me He's, I guess he's some, he, he knows a little bit about English. I believe he teaches English. I just so, wonder if he So, $150, where does this compare to the Hall of Fame, price-wise? Because that's, that's who it's going up against, right? Like, that's its main competition? I'd, yeah, in that price range. I would pick this over the Hall of Fame any day. Yeah, same. Because I've had, like, I've had the TC, like delays and reverbs that are comparable to like this in the canyon and i would probably definitely go with ehx if i had to do it over again yeah let's see so you've got um you've got a hall you've got a spring which says pays homage to vintage fender tube reverbs um so getting pretty specific there you got a plate reverse which a reverse reverb would be a lot of fun um yeah, you've got fun. echo reverb plus delay uh a digital delay feeds into the plate reverb you've got a tremolo uh, so it's reverb plus tremolo, uh, a modulated <laughs> reverb, a dynamic reverb, three dynamic reverb algorithms, swell, gate, and duck. It sounds like a game, but uh, <laughs> auto infinite reverb that triggers a reverb wash for each note or chord. When a new note is struck, the previously resounding reverb wash cross fades to, to the new one. That's oh. like the freeze uh, has a mode like that, doesn't it? Yeah, that, or it kind of reminds me of um, what's that pedal we saw at Nam last year? That's the sustain pedal. The plus. Yeah. The plus pedal. Yeah. Yeah, the so. plus pedal's manual though. You have to like say, well, "Here's my new thing to hold." Well, yeah, but this doesn't cost three hundred dollars. <laughs> More than that, uh, my buddy flipped his. Oh, like wow. sold it at a profit because people are like, well, I don't want to wait three weeks for it to come from Latvia. It's from Latvia, or somewhere in. Oh no, whatever. EU. They've got great pancakes, so. Um, <laughs> oh the, god, there's so much to unpack on that one. Oh. <laughs> Correct him in the group. Correct him in the group. Let's move on. <laughs> Latvian pancakes. Are you, are you thinking of latkes? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what I meant. Latkes. Lot Lotkian. They're from Latka. That's not Latvian. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I really was going for like the joke and I'm just gonna run with it as long as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um fun little feature on I'm not the done oceans. reading the different types, Scott. Sorry, Polly, we're done. Alright. Shimmer and Polly. <laughs> <laughs> um 
Yeah, the, my favorite last thing on the bottom of it is it has a mode where if you like double tap the foot switch, it'll act like you're kicking a spring tank. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> so there's some fun little stuff in here. I think this is gonna sell like crazy. I think I'm about to go buy one. <laughs> All right. Oh my gosh, that's actually really cool though. I want the. Yeah, this would be a good like single like for a small pedal board like for doing putting together a uh, like PT Junior size board. Ryan oh, Burke yeah. is getting one, or he ordered one. I think it's on its way. Yeah, and uh, I think Nathan Schaefer already has his in hand, so we should be seeing Probably. some demos this week. Yeah. Who's opening um, the door? Someone opened the door trying to get nosy. How dare uh, they? Let's see. Next up, Btronics Royal Jelly. Scott, you take this one. So this is an interesting pedal. Uh, I think, how, how did I describe it? It's Jack White in a box. Yeah. Um, so is it JWU's uh, Through the Roof? Or? I, I don't want to steal things from another podcast and make them get all mad at us in pre-episode Steve and yes, uh, <laughs> I was asking people today ideas for topics what you got a problem with it fight me yeah. <laughs> I'll be in Nashville in a few weeks <laughs> he won't he won't uh, he won't oh well he needs to get his butt to Nashville yeah so the royal jelly is interesting because it's a parallel unit so it has a fuzz side and it has a overdrive side and they run at the same time so the, the signal splits runs through each of them independently and gets blended back together so think pelotar without maxed out fuzzes same well, similar kind lame. of concept that's, that's lame now that you say that oh, okay yeah. <laughs> but instead of being two fuzzes and getting different characters of them, um, this is a lot more vintagey lo-fi stuff. It's not the the ripping fuzz that uh, the Pelotar does. Is it like a putter? Uh, poop, 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 like poop. like it's it's like sagged out and it just kind of yeah. dies. Yeah. I don't know. I do not know. So is this kind of like the Kyber? Because isn't the Kyber like fuzz and overdrive combined? Yeah, but they don't run parallel, and it's it's not a traditional fuzz on the Kyber. Uh. The the fuzz on the Kyber results from like him using the way the LED functions. Mm. Uh, it, so it's it's a different way of generating a similar effect. Gotcha. Um, yeah, it, it, this does that whole bumblebee, buzzy kind of thing. Um, it's pretty expensive, at two hundred eighty nine. Son of but a, no, it's no. got a lot of controls in it, and no. um, it's got some more extra modes and stuff like that. It doesn't matter. Um, check it out if that's what you're after. If you can afford um, that, you should start. Uh, we need to start a Patreon or something. If they're gonna, swing. I mean, this is this is so I much. Mean, uh, what was it? What did we look at last week? The Moon Canyon. Yeah, yeah. that was crazy pricey. Yeah. It was even in euros. That's how much we couldn't afford it. I mean, God, in euros, I thought that the European Union went down. Are they still doing euros? No, that was uh, something else. Yeah, see, see how much I pay attention. I mean, what's that in Bitcoin right now? Uh, anyway, thanks, Obama. <laughs> Oof. Uh, well, so yeah. <laughs> that's the Beatronics Royal Jelly. Check it out. Uh, the demo that they have on... I don't know where this demo came from. The one on Music Radar is pretty solid. Does a pretty good overview of the whole pedal. And then what do we have last? 
the our topic. Fender Telemaster bull tele hybrid ugly crap thing. Um, I can't I can't talk too bad because apparently we have a, a meeting with Fender at Summer Nam. <laughs> and well, we um, had one. Yeah, until they hear this, they're like <laughs> some like someone from Fender's like we have to listen to a most recent podcast from the people who are meeting with us, and they hear me, and they're like, like, "No, you guys can come on." Diaz has to stay out. Mm-hmm. I, I'm yeah, sure this is uh, Diaz does not speak for the podcast as a whole, so I surely uh, do not. <laughs> There's a good reason for that too, but yeah, this thing's ugly. Still is. I think we've talked about it before. I mean, it's, it's not the worst thing out there, that I will say. I'm just I'm not, really I'm not going to like go out there and rush and buy one. It's not my cup of tea, but it's definitely not like the ugliest thing. Yeah, I, the Jazzmaster vibrato looks a little funny. It looks really funny. I think that's the, the part that really throws everything no, in. No, I can tell you what it is. It's not that. It's those Jazzmaster pickups. Looks ugly as sin. Number really? one, the picture has two different tones. From the pick guard and the pickup covers. Yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah, they don't match. They do not match, and it sticks out like a sore thumb. Because those pickup covers... Well, I'm not a fan of them anyways. Um, oh, I love those pickups. I, I I don't like the look of them. I don't... The way they sound has nothing to do with it. It's the look. I'm talking pure aesthetics on this. Um, it's ugly. It's nasty. And it should be ashamed of itself. But I am proud of Fender. <laughs> Um, following the American with Disabilities Act, and they are hiring not based on being blind, because whoever designed oh. this must be. Yeah, I, I'd I'm like to reiterate that the views of Diaz expressed on this podcast do not reflect those of the other hosts. <laughs> this is the please Studio send your edition. angry emails to info at tonemobpodcast.com. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I'm, I'm very. If anyone is listening to this and knows someone that is blind. Or is offended because they are blind themselves. This is not an insult to the blind community. This is an insult to Fender. Because at some point someone okayed this. And I'm upset with that person. <laughs> I don't hate it as much. I, look, at, like, look at the pick guard on the bottom horn. I, I, I know. That's I know, how the deluxe I know. is. Does it, is it really? No, Does it's it not. not go the whole way? It's yeah, not that far away from the horn. No, it's not. It is not that far away. Yes, it is. No, it's not. I just pulled mine out. Well, yours is... There's no <laughs> way. Come on. I'm Let's Googling see. it, too. I think Chris is right. I've had uh, two of these. It's different. It's different. It doesn't go... It, it doesn't go the full horn, but it, it is a different shape than what they have on this, this Jazzmaster one. It, it's a different shape. The, it doesn't go the full horn. I'm not talking about going the full horn. I don't care. I'm saying the way they did it on this one looks horrible. I think if they had like done the actual like deluxe uh, pick guard like full shape and then just yeah. did what they did with this, that it would have been fine. The see because yeah, it has that little tiny hook. It doesn't even follow the horn to the like it should it's just i don't like it at all ugly y'all can talk about it all you want i'm gonna sit over here yeah i mean i think i mentioned it in the group that if this was like more like a baritone like jazz telly mix i definitely love it for that yeah the neck looks short as a result doesn't it yeah 
because we're so used to the elongated shape of an offset that on a Telecaster body and a normal scale length, it just looks a little funny because you have so much string after the bridge. Into, yeah, didn't you mention that there's probably like minimal wood yeah. like on that end pin? Yeah, that that's something I'd be concerned with in this because the the route that you need to put in for uh, Jazzmaster Vibrato is pretty deep, and it, it's it's a swimming pool route. Like they don't taper it at all, mm-hmm. so it's so close to the bridge pin, or it's the strap pin there. I don't think there's that much wood right there. I'd be worried about like if if the guitar fell on the strap pin, would it crack the wood? I I hope they have these at Nam so I can tell them how I feel about it there. Yeah. So I, I'm going to put my word down of you're going to play one and you're going to want one. You think so? I think so. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it depends which Fender vibrato unit they use because if they have like the they have ones where the, the vibrato arm is really sloppy inside of it and then they have like whatever they fixed on the Johnny Marr one. They put it they actually put a like a, a nylon sleeve in there. That's like what they also do with like uh, if you buy a stay trim that has a nylon sleeve in it. Um, and that just firms up how the baller reacts with the trim unit and it like makes it makes it my favorite vibrato. But unless you have that like I put a stay trim on mine, but like unless you have something like that, it's not a fun unit to use. So we'll see. Yeah. I well so what here's here's the thing. What do you think Fender should do? I personally am a fan of Fender kind of sticking to the classics and doing those well. Like, I just, Uh, I don't... I want to see more, like, P90s from them other than on, like, Squire guitars. Yeah, mine would be um, the Troublemaker is really the gem of this Parallel Universe series Mm -hmm. to me. I'd love to see an affordable version of that. I think that would sell like like crazy. a mass produced one, like instead of doing because I'm um, the a, made, a made in Mexico comes in at about eight to nine hundred dollars and still comes in that like denim blue. Yeah, I think that would, that would sell in, like, like crazy. The deluxe range, so it would yeah. just be like another model of that. Yeah, with the shawbuckers or whatever they're whatever humbucker they're pushing these days. Um, I think that would sell like that would be wonderful and. They could even strip the features down on it a little bit. If the, I don't know if that one had a had fretboard binding and, and that kind of stuff, but mm. I think it? that would be amazing. And then the other thing I want is a baritone Telecaster. Yeah, that would be fun. I think that they could do. I, I I'm tired of seeing the parallel universe because I know that they're like, everyone's still talking about it. It's the same thing that's been announced and there's, they just haven't, I mean, it's their thing for this year. That's what they're doing. It's ugly though. Like I wish they need to stop trying to bastardize stuff and mix two things together. And (coughs) sorry, I'm allergic to their bull crap. Um, (laughs) Uh. And uh, just stick with the classics. Like if you're going to change something, like change the pickups, like get, but hold on. Or oh maybe do more stuff like the actual like troublemaker and like classic something else, classic styled. Well, yeah. that's the troublemaker normal. is the least parts bin out of all of them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so that that's part of it. Like why we actually think of it as kind of like a newer design, even though in reality it's 
basically what the guy from Jimmy Eat World's been playing for a while. Yeah. Isn't it? Uh, unless he has like the core, was it the corbata, cor, cor something? I never know how to pronounce it. It's Spanish word. No, it's the uh, telly with the TV Jones pickups. Oh, okay. Isn't that the? Oh no. Um, I was gonna say there's also the guy who the there's the white Josh chicken. from Red Hot Chili Peppers plays the Gretsch Fender mashup thing. The white hmm. chicken or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I just think that Fender needs to. It's like, it's kind of like turkey bacon. Stop trying to be something you're not. Just do what you've done so well for so long. We love you for what you are, Fender. Oh, the Jimmy World one has a has a f hole in it. Oh yeah, and, and, and oh, two knobs. Never do those, please. I saw, um, so I was at Chicago Music Exchange earlier today, and I saw the, um, the signature Strat that has an F-hole in it. Eric Johnson's? Yeah. Is it, it a fake F-hole? It's real. It no. just looks okay. terrible. It looks terrible in real life. Uh, I like it. I, no, I, I've just, I've seen that, like, faux F-holes have been a thing. Paul Gilbert always played with faux F-holes, and I saw a video today, and it just made me mad seeing them, because... It just I don't get it like you're just painting on and I understand it's just a design you're painting on but well but, on top of that he's playing Ibanez's that were like really sharp modern lines or like postmodern yeah. design and so he's can he's taking a classical design and throwing out a postmodern thing and it just feels out of place yeah I guess aesthetically yeah. I don't know about all the artsy words but it's ugly let's see <laughs> yeah I'll do I'm simple I don't care bless my heart so how many more of these do we have still coming out i don't think the troublemakers actually hit the street yet uh was it still on pre-order when you looked it up uh i don't know last time last time marissa had it up and i don't know why she's not talking i don't know either i i've Uh, debated pre-ordering the order so we had the strat telehybrid so I think we still have the Elite Nashville Telecaster um, and the Tele Thinline Super Deluxe and the White Guard Strat. Hmm. Oh, the Jaguar Strat and the May Tora. Oh, the These Mayora are really didn't not come far out along at all. I don't think so. I thought that was coming out like the first of all of them. but Maybe it did and it just didn't like land. Hmm. I, so these are all supposed to be limited number two, right? Mm-hmm. Or are they just going to make yes. them until they sell out? Because like, I was looking. I I, I think the the troublemaker telly is going to sell out and yeah. going to appreciate in value. So I was kind of tempted to do like a pre order on it and just do like it. sell my spot in line when they're all sold out. But Uh, uh, the article I'm looking at doesn't say anything, but yeah. If I can get a uh, bonus this year when the uh, Troublemaker hits, it's probably going to be top of my list. Yeah, it's a great looking guitar. Available yeah, 626. When is it available? Uh, This month. Like right before NAM. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that sucks. 
Dang it. It's like, sorry, we won't be at NAMM this year. We had to buy guitars. <laughs> I mean, if it's a great-looking guitar. I, that price point, I think I'd be getting a KR1 before I'd be getting that. But yeah. yeah. That's fair. I need to get... Honestly, I'm, I can't buy any other guitars this year. I gotta buy a Cower. Might end up selling some guitars in the next week and buy a Cower. We'll Is see. that gonna be your uh, what's new for next week? No. <laughs> no. I sold my truck and now I have a new guitar. Yeah, I have to walk to work. It's only a and a moped. So. You'll get a bicycle. It'll be great. Yes. It's, it's a 40-minute drive, like, <laughs> even on a bicycle. I'll be weighing five pounds by the time we get to Nam. <laughs> Come on, baby, let's go. Hop on the back of the bike. We're going to Nam. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we can wrap this episode up. Um, let's just end it with saying that these guitars are still ugly and hideous. Some of them. Like, 75%. How many guitars are there? I don't know, I lost Four, count. There's like, five, no, six. more than that. Eight. I'm just going to throw a number out there. Yeah, we're just throwing random numbers out there. Um, but be sure to uh, check out the Threadless store. Go and uh, buy a get, shower curtain. Get yourself a mug. Everybody needs something to drink their coffee out of. Unless you don't drink and coffee. And or whiskey. Like they're good mugs. You can put whiskey in there. <laughs> so uh, follow us on Instagram <laughs> at the effects loop or join our Facebook group. You just go there, search for the effects loop. And then if you have any ideas for topics or want to give us money for fun things, I don't know, go to the effects loop or email us at the effects loop at gmail.com. So for the effects loop, I'm Diaz. I'm Chris. I'm Marissa. I'm Scott. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. 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 Bye.